Vincent, we are live. <laughs> hey, Jackson. Welcome to the very first episode of Mango Cast. If you don't count the unofficial test we did, um, yeah, um, I think I think that will never see the light of day. We'll release We've, it uh, a long time from now. Yes, when we be inevitably continued. become rich and famous. Yeah, to be continued. Fund us uh, on Kickstarter if you want to see a new one. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Fund us, fund us on Kickstarter. We we don't have a Kickstarter, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, fund fund us on Kickstarter. Make a Kickstarter for us, and then give the money to us. Yes. See, Jackson, that's great. Do you think that's the way people make money? By by just starting Kickstarters. And yeah. then stealing the money and not doing anything. What's his name? Idubs does. He reviews Kickstarter people who basically just do that. They, they well, make I a don't... really cheap product from China. And makes just so much profit off it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, if you don't know what Kickstarter is, it's this... this well, what, what do you call it? A program or website? It's a website. Website where you, you ask people for money... To make something like a board game or a video game or a hat, or I think once someone was asking money for like a guacamole party, and um, and uh, yeah, people that that give money to, to the product like get things in return. But uh, I feel like people abuse it a lot. Yeah, you you have like these these things, the uh, like they started a cooler or something. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's like a esky, except that doesn't work around the rest of the world because apparently that's an only Australian thing. Um, uh, seriously? Yeah, apparent. Yeah, I, I said esky to the people here in in Britain, and they're all like, "What the heck's an esky?" Huh. Weird. But they they started this awesome esky that had like phone charges and and a plate built in and and a blender. Oh, and and that's um, so cool. You paid like eight hundred dollars for it on Kickstarter, and they sent you it, and it was basically just crap. Oh, that's a shame. I think we could do with a good ASCII, because like, oh, sorry, cooler for our American and international viewers. But uh, because I always find myself, uh, when I when I have to move them, the handle's kind of stiff and not working and broken. Then when I open it to get something out of it, I stick my hand in, and I have to like move a bunch of ice to get a thing that's like full into the bottom like a drink like a soft drink we, and it's a whole ordeal we have like an esky brand esky and it doesn't even have wheels which i'd really like if it had wheels it's like you, it's supposed to be something that you move surely it has wheels anyway they basically they basically thought the same things we are thinking that the, these coolers are really bad we should make a new mm. one and so they did, but overpriced so much. It was like yeah, way and... overpriced. <laughs> I mean, it needs to be affordable. Yeah, I'm wanting a product from you, but uh, you got to keep in mind, I'm I'm not willing to pay that much. I am. Um, I do not have that much. <laughs> Let's see how many people were. Let's find Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, in uh, the meantime, this should be our new podcast. Just talking about Kickstarter. Um, Kickstarter, if you want to hire us, we are available. You know, we're hard, hard-working mangoes, 
that okay. what we're gonna call ourselves? No, let's never let's never call ourselves that again. Let's okay. Uh, Unless you actually have to position. pledge to get a cooler. Okay, so US hundred and sixty-five dollars. Um. Uh, uh Slightly better than I expected. But it's no okay. longer available, so it's it, they've made another one. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you only get the raw cooler for $165. You have to pay $185 to get the blender bit and the waterproof Bluetooth speaker. I can buy a blender for like 40 bucks, and okay. yeah, it's a really terrible blender, but I could just buy that and stick it in my Esky. <laughs> and boom. Is, do you have a battery for it? Oh, Jackson, you got me there. So, it's a whole whole open market that no one's taken advantage of until and then, now. And then you have with to this pay... Here, here, here it is. Okay, then you have to pay... The next price point up is 500 US dollars for a coolest cooler and a 30-minute FaceTime with the creators. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk to these creators. Are they mentally stable? It's, it's called Coolest Feedback. We'll connect face-to-face -face or by phone. Anyway, we should not do this. Hey, I, I like what they did there with the coolest cooler. Yes, sorry. Hello. People. I woke people up early today. Yeah, you did. <laughs> this is... They, they subscribed for quality content. Yeah. <laughs> people... That, that's a lie. People. I saw a press the other day and people were like... When you have international friends, you you don't get friend zoned, but you get time zoned. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Right now it's really late at night for me, but it's also quite early in the morning for you. Yeah. Again. Well, when I woke up and then we spent an hour trying to get it working. Uh, uh, now, yeah. now it's a reasonable time. Of course, all technology breaks when you need it. All t no exception. Every piece of technology breaks when you. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the future. Where's my hover car? But uh, no, the thing is, I I find that people like have very different definitions of what is early and what's not early. Because I I was talking to some friends, and one one of their definitions of what was early was anything before seven o'clock, and she she said, that. you know, um, if it's before seven o'clock. I have my phone on do not disturb and then it automatically goes off do not disturb and wakes me up and then any time after that, you know, I'm happy to get texts. It's because you, you have it on do not disturb and then as soon as you turn it off, Facebook just says, <laughs> come back to the platform. Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Facebook, it runs our lives. But, um, yeah, no, but I don't know, do, do you consider that? What, what do you think is early and, like, too late? to be receiving messages? Uh, it's really weird because it, it depends on what I'm doing because if it's if it's a school day anything before 7 is early yes because yeah, I but I end, end up getting up at 6.30 anyway because I, I have to get up like that to get to school and um, but I still don't want to receive notifications for the half an hour that I'm getting changed and having a shower, um, or, or that sort of thing. But on a weekend, which it technically can't, I mean, you're on holidays, so it doesn't 
It's basically a weekend every day. On a weekend, it's like, you're going to wake me up before 8.39, you're going to be in trouble. Well, I mean, unless I intentionally yeah. wake myself up because I know I have something on. Don't, don't wake the demon slumber. Wake the demon slumber? Disturb the demon slumber. Now I'm joking. But, um, yeah, no, and I do get that because that time of morning, like even eight and nine, it, it is early. I don't really function properly. But I, I don't I don't go as far as to put my phone on to do not disturb because I'm super paranoid that someone is accidentally going to like fall down the stairs late at night and for some reason I'm gonna be the one that they first try to call. Which has never happened to me. Hello, Aiden. But... I've had a little bit of a fall. Can you come and get Jackson, me? Jackson! I've been waiting for this moment. I didn't go to sleep. I just I sat by my phone with the do not disturb off. All night, waiting for this moment in case someone fell downstairs. I'll be right there. What's funny is because you're like me, you don't have to do not disturb on. But our friend obviously does have do not disturb on. But oh, yeah. We do not disturb off people are so used to sleeping with vibrations. Because of course we've got actual people who don't sleep. And mm. platforms that you, you have like six social medias. And periodically, like every 30 minutes, one of them will be like, come look at the content we have for you <laughs> and never go away ever again. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, I do get that. So get yeah, I, I think you and me, like, could sleep through the nuclear apocalypse. The bombs will drop and we'll just be used to it. We'll be sleeping. We'll be like, uh, 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 phone, shh, I don't need your vibrations <laughs> now. Even if it turns out I'm like trying to go back to bed. There's an earthquake, and that's what we're thinking. These <laughs> vibrations. Yeah, pretty much. The only thing that can wake it up, wake wake us up. Yeah, wake us up. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it's a I mean, life. it's I... a strange world, a brave new world. Yeah, because I also another thing that's interesting is on top of definition of mo of 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 early is definition of late yeah oh that changes drastically um when when you talk to people also changes that drastically for me uh sometimes my late is like 10 p.m and sometimes my late is like three in the morning um because according oop. to my parents um late is like 10 so i stop doing whatever the hell I'm doing at 9 and then get into bed by 10 which is yeah. cool and whatever but according to my boyfriend it's like 2 in the morning is very late and if he's not up at like if, if he goes to bed at like 10 you should be concerned something mm -hmm. has gone wrong he, he's not happy because <laughs> it's that one and, that, and that's like really strange to me because i've always gone to bed fairly early and well it's been getting later and later it it, it just kind of stopped getting later recently my parents will not get it let it get any later <laughs> no yeah I, I do get what you mean except for that it stopped get stopped getting later and later because i remember when i was little my brother, he used to go to bed at like 10pm, and I thought that was super late. 
and then he started going to bed at 11, and I thought that was super late. You and then he started going to bed. think that your that your older brother yeah. goes to bed yeah. later to you. And, and, and mean, now, and now, this doesn't, this doesn't happen often, but um, I, I once woke up, and it was like time. one in the afternoon. Right, don't judge me. Um, and I was talking to him, and I was like, when did you, you go to bed? And he was like, oh, it was really bad. Um, to be fair, he was doing work for uni, university. Um, but he was like, oh, I, I only went to bed at five. And I was like, oh, that's early. I thought you were still up. And he said, oh, no, five in the morning. And I was like, oh, oh, that makes a lot more sense. But I guess there's, yeah. there's some activities that can um, just draw out time and you don't notice. That is that is true. Like it's it's weird how sometimes things or events seem to go on forever and sometimes they seem to go by really quickly. I find, I find it interesting when the, there's there's types of problem solving and if I'm doing like maths work where it's problem after problem you're doing mm. you're solving several problems and it feels like time is passing because you're doing all of this heavy labor maths work but if i'm like programming something and i run a lot like i come to one problem and i'm just trying to get one thing to work i could do that until five o'clock in the morning i would not notice because it's just like work and then i'll go to bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah um in non-genius terms for the folks at home uh let me put it in a metaphor uh so for me, I don't, I, math, it scares me. But, um, you know when you, when you have those ready-made hash browns in the freezer and you put them in the oven and you're waiting for 15 minutes for them to be ready, but every, every minute or so you feel like it's been 10 minutes and the pain and suffering never ends. But then they're done and you go to eat them and they're gone instantly. I think it's a similar thing to what you were talking about. You know? Yeah, that's what we have phones for, though. Those fifteen-minute breaks when you're like just desperately needing something to do while you're waiting for your hash brown to heat up, but you can't be bothered to do anything substantial, like go walk around the block or something, because no. it's like you're lazy, so you have a phone. <laughs> Pretty much. The call of social media. <laughs> I sometimes think about that. Um, in the times that I'm I'm on my phone for like five minute periods where I'm waiting for something, I could be doing something substantial. Like I could be doing so much more. I could be exercising, like doing two star jumps in that time or three <laughs> star jumps. How many calories would I burn? I could, I don't know, write a poem per per time I would normally just scroll through Instagram. There's... The possibilities are endless. Yeah. And on that, we should move on to our, our segment of the week. Pun of the week. Uh, this oh, yes. is a pun that I I haven't seen. It's been... I, no. I, I just don't... <laughs> I haven't seen it the whole week. And this 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 pun was written quite a while ago by, by Aiden and then hidden from me. And so now this is the first time I'm seeing the pun and I will read it out to you. What did the hello me cheese say to himself in the mirror? Hello me. Get it? Because oh, it's like a hello me. 
Hello, me. It's bad. It's bad. It is great. Take that back. Shut up and give me my Oscar. Okay. I have to admit that it's kind of clever, but it's it's some jokes like that are borderline not working. I've seen jokes that have been structured like this that the 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 ending sentence doesn't sound like what it's meant to say. If you say it in any accent other than like a, 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 an American accent or depending on where it came from, like British or something, it doesn't sound like it's meant to. And people just standing around like, this supposed to sound like to be fair i can fix that i can make you say it in the, in the in the right accent um all i have to do is instead of using correct english and writing uh hello me at the end of the pun i can just add an an extra o and you're forced hello. to pronounce it incorrectly <laughs> <laughs> no but i do get what you mean yeah uh how for Aiden over here, um, who who lives in in Australia, where I I did used to live. I'm just down going to under. I have to fight like this. koalas this every even, day. Is it even possible to do this? Can I flip it upside down? I wonder if that's possible. What are you trying to flip upside down? The text, so you can read it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, I should have seen that coming. Run out of the week. Run out of the week. Yeah, no. We're not upside down. We're just very down low. Groveling at your feet. Wait, what? No, that's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, Australia is a lovely place. Um, you know what we forgot to do? So, I do have to fight kangaroos for food. It's very scarce. We forgot and, to introduce uh, ourselves. This happens to be the I first mean, episode other than the other unofficial episode that will come out if you find <laughs> us on Kickstarter. Wink, wink, I mean, find us is... on Kickstarter. Find, yeah, find us on Kickstarter. Um, I don't know if we should introduce ourselves. Because the thing is, I think the time we should introduce ourselves is midway through our podcasting career when we have, like... 30 people actually a listening to us. Followers. 30 people. Yeah, if that, that'll ever happen. Um, 30 people that consist of our, our friends, our parents, and maybe if we get very far, our, our friends' parents. Yeah, maybe. And if we even get further, I want the future, uh, my dog being sentient watching my videos over and over again to rack up views. By the way, if you guys don't know what this is about, go watch the trailer. It's, it's on the same okay. channel as this video. On. Go, go watch no, no, the no. trailer. <laughs> Wait until the podcast is over. And uh, then go watch the trailer. <laughs> yes. The and trailer then make a kickstart. Is, is subpar and full of memes. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when you're watching podcasts, or listening to podcasts, I should say, I, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't go to the start and listen from episode one. If they have like forty episodes, you I just kind of start listening like thirty-five, the forty, and then yeah, and then go. It depends on how long they are. If they're like twenty-five minutes, you can start at thirty-five. But if they're an hour, you can start at forty. And I think that's a similar thing with this. Um, 
you know, once we're obviously rich and successful, because that's bound to happen, what are you talking about, Jackson? <clears throat> I mean, um, yeah, uh, once we're rich and successful, I think people are going to be like, wow, I've never listened to the first episode of the Manco cast. And they're going to go back, and they're going to listen to this, and um, they're going to cry. <laughs> this, this, that, that point in time when everybody knows our name is when we release the very first unofficial test episode, when we've amassed millions of dollars on Kickstarter. Yes. How do you start a Kickstarter? I mean... I, I don't know if I feel comfortable taking money from people. No, I don't we'll, know if we'll we deserve it. We'll what are we gonna? What Fine. are we gonna promise? You you do. Okay, what what's dollars in pounds? Dollars is almost almost double in pounds. Okay. If so, you you, you give you, us twenty twenty dollars twenty dollars twenty dollars. We'll send you a text message. Yes. Oh, I don't know. That's a little bit risky, Jackson. I think $50. it should be twenty dollars. Fifty we'll fifty dollars. Yeah. Fifty dollars. We'll send you five minutes of the unofficial test episode. A randomly and, uh, selected five minutes. <laughs> randomly selected. We will we'll, we'll write a whole computer program to randomly select a little snippet. And then and for every fifty dollar step from oh, there, yeah. every every fifty dollar step from there, we'll add five minutes. It's an hour and fifty minutes. So it, <laughs> to get the whole thing, what's what's? I mean, an, Jackson. An hour, I think an we need to. 50, an hour and fifty divided by five. That's that's sixty plus fifty <laughs> is is um. Oh a, no. A, a, a hundred and ten. hundred and ten minutes. Uh, divided by five is. Uh, twenty-two. So you'll have to pay. Uh, <laughs> twenty-two times fifty, which is. Um. Okay. I I can no longer be bothered to do this. Let's twenty-two times. 50, the thing is, when they is pay for these... 1,100 Australian dollars. <laughs> if oh, you want man. the whole episode. The thing is, when, when they pay for that, they're going to pay for it in increments with randomly selected segments. So it's not going to line up. It's just going to be five minutes of how random about, talking. How about we make it so that... If you pay, <laughs> I wanna... if you pay for... How about we make it so that if you pay for... Okay, never mind. We'll make a bunch of fifty dollar of fifty dollar <laughs> donations. We'll make what was it? Twenty two different fifty two dollar donations for each each minute segment of the five minute segment of the podcast and then they can pick one. And and I think we need to be a little bit promiscuous with with this um with this Kickstarter. I don't know Kickstarter's uh policies and terms and services. I don't know if this is against what they stand for, but I think if every every fifty dollars we're doing a five minute a five minute uh, segment of the original mango cast, I think every twenty five dollars, so like every uh, twenty five and seventy five dollars and a hundred and twenty five, will be a new nude photo of my dog, <laughs> who, I mean, is already naked all the time, but but still, uh, okay, we should move on. Oh, yes. Okay. Wait, how did we get here? Oh, what's know. up? Batman. Oh, it's so upside down Idols. down here. Idols. Yeah. Um, oh. We have very different idols. It's kind of strange. Your idol's yeah, one... a real person. 
my idol is not a real person and it's not even a person at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people would judge us for both of our idols, but I think it's important to explain because when 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 you ask someone, "Oh, what's your idol?" people genuinely genuinely generally say stuff stuff like Elon Musk or or people that have done great things in the world. Yet yours is a chicken and mine is a woman that wore a dress made out of meat. Yeah. So we've got yeah. Lady Gaga who I hope you guys know, otherwise you're in for some trouble here. Um, Lady Gaga. And Ethel the Chicken, Ethel, Ethel the Chicken, who I hope you guys don't know, or you're in, in for some trouble here. <laughs> if you do know Ethel the Chicken, um, that's really good. Get uh, mental that, health. That's, like, kind of dangerous. Ethel the Chicken only pops up, like, in inc- incredibly scarce places, you know. Okay, should we start with Lady Gaga? L- Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Gaga. No, we should talk about Lady Gaga. I don't want to get sued by her legal team. I don't know if her name is trademarked. But, um, you know, the, the thing is, say what you will about her music. I mean, there is a lot to say about it. But she she does really inspire me. Because her her first album, I think... I don't know if it's the only album, but I definitely know. I think it was um, all of her singles. Oh, no, I think it was her first four singles, not all of her singles, um, went to number one. And this is her debut album. And she literally went from nothing, having not a lot of money, um, living in New York, to being this giant global phenomenon. Literally, the way she has marketed herself and worked her, her butt off presenting herself to the public and doing all these stunts is is really applaudable. She's like, she's literally or oh, assembled a team called the House of Gaga, which look for things that are trendy, look for things that are completely outrageous and things that will shock people and, and suggest it to her. They're like <laughs> an advisory council of how to get people into, into talking about her. And it's, it's it's crazy. It's the same thing. Press is press, yeah. whether it be good press or bad press or controversial press. It's still it's press. press. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, it's it's like a, a, a YouTuber I watch called Taron Van Hermit. He posted a video because it's his it's his second channel. He works for a different YouTuber, and he posted a, a video called "Why You Should Unsubscribe." And he said, statistically, this video will get me more followers than it will lose. <laughs> it, it's the same here. Yeah. If, if, if Lady Gaga does something, despite it being controversial, it's smart and intelligent, and it will get people to listen to her music. Yeah, it's, it, it's a calculated move. And some may say, oh, she's just, you know, craving attention. Uh, she's not actually talented. And yeah, she may be craving attention a little bit, or, or she was. She's kind of backed off now. She's really talented. Um, she she can sing live without auto tune really well, and it's just it's 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 actually crazy. I I think she's kind of she's a little bit of a phenomenon because she she's in a way redefined pop culture. She came from nowhere with talent, albeit, and with, with all these stunts, made a huge name for herself, and redefined the industry a little bit. I mean. Before Lady Gaga, would the words meat and dress 
ever combine in your head as a thought, ever? No. People would say, what if you said meat dress? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of incredible. Um, and I so, do have thoughts on her. So, so when that happened, everyone was, did exactly that. They were like, what? <laughs> it's actually a... I think she said in an interview once, um, I don't know how genuine this is. I think she may have just been saying this to not look like a crazy person after wearing the meat dress. <laughs> but she said the reason she wore the meat dress is to kind of um, showcase how uh, LGBT people are viewed in society and how they're gawked at. Okay, interesting. Yeah. If, if, okay, that, that's actually kind of interesting. Anyway, um, my idol is completely different <laughs> from a- Aiden's idol. Start off with, Ethel the chicken is a chicken, but not also not a chicken. <clears throat> Ethel, Ch- Ethel the chicken is a fictional character created by a, a, a British-Australian, British but lives in Australia, writer and, uh, and uh, publisher... Colin Thompson, and first a bit appeared in a book that I have on my wall somewhere called uh, "What More Wild Stories," um, and then appeared in an online PDF book called "Future Eden." And this is the story of how Ethel the Chicken is a, a futuristic alien, but Ethel the Chicken just is a very doesn't give a cluck. That's that is a quote from <laughs> from the actual book itself. But it literally cares about planet Earth. Just does. An alien chicken that doesn't give a cluck. Now I'm curious because you you always kind of joke about Ethel or talk about Ethel, but I I wonder is it actually a joke? Are you even joking now? Does Ethel have any redeeming qualities? Well, why do you look up? To an alien chicken that that doesn't give a cluck. I'm I'm curious. It's you. You really need to read the book, the online PDF book. Mm. But Ethel does all of this stuff, and is this supernatural alien being from another planet that got kicked out and forced to be in the body of a chicken for not doing things as well as her peers, and came to planet Earth and adopted it. And stuff just happens. And Ethel is waddling along with these three people, protecting them with her supernatural powers. And it's just... I'm I'm having trouble finding words. (laughs) The Um, words to describe Ethel, the alien chicken. Do you, um... Do you feel a connection? It's kind of like a house cat. If you, just, if, you, if you had a supernatural, all-ruling house cat, doesn't care, pretends like they don't care, but also cares tons. Cares tons. But, like, why is it your... To not your like, oh, it's your aim in life. To look like a is that why, care, but also care tons. And is, is that why Ethel is your idol? Because you want to not give a cluck, just like Ethel does? Yes. Yes. I think that's reasonable. I think in some aspects of life, you can do with giving less clucks. Um, 
We should make a whole vocabulary of just censoring ourselves out. Who needs to spend time editing when you can just say cluck? Yeah, that's what they did in the book. The book was not even not even quite published as a book. I believe Colin Thompson published it as several separate series, but several separate like chapters, short, a chapter a week or whatever, and they they came together to be to form Future Eden later when he he compiled them compiled them into a, a book. But um, the first thing like the first thing that you see of Ethel is her in the elevator talking they're, they're, they're in an elevator in an abandoned building with, with the other protagonist character and are they all the protagonists? no, the, the other protagonist character doesn't know um, that Ethel is a supernatural being and oh. Ethel just starts talking about how chickens are dumb and how if if the chicken was not there yet, if, if the chicken had been an actual chicken, would have flown off the roof by now. I mean, and then and then saves the main character from a burning building without a second thought. Wow, that's um admirable. I don't know. I'm confused. I've I've confused myself about why I like this character. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think it's important to do that because a lot of the times we say we want to strive towards something and we want to achieve something or we look up to someone. But I think it's important to take a step back and dissect why we actually like them and why we actually want to be them. Because in a lot of, lot of cases, I find I don't really want to do what I set out to achieve. The only reason I'm doing it is to feel like I've achieved it. And... Because I feel like, I don't know, me personally, uh, I rush things, I rush into things a little too quickly, and I um, I say a lot of stuff, when I may half mean it in the moment, but then may not really mean it later. However, Lady Gaga is definitely my idol. You can fight me on that. Um, yeah. To the death. I will win. Uh, m- maybe not, actually. My Please other, don't okay, If I need me. to pick a real-life idol, I'd pick mm. a... A developer named Paul Lewis, who recently basically dropped off the face of the internet, which is kind of sad. Um, oh. You, can, you yeah. can look up Paul Lewis, and you'll find a couple of talks he's done for Google. Um, he was, can, can, he can we a... do? Hmm? Can, can we do a? Um, sorry, uh, not to cut you off. Can we do a minute of silence at the very end of the podcast for for Paul, whatever his name is, Paul Lewis? Yeah. He still exists. He he was on the oh. Chrome developer team, but he just mm. and did a bunch of videos and a bunch of cool things um, that you could see and look up on YouTube. But then at the latest developer summit that Google held, he just wasn't there. I mean, that's the thing, Jackson. If he's off the internet, if he's off the Google summit, he's basically dead. I'm dead to me anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> he, he, yeah. I look up to him because he is knows what he's doing, cheats and basically says, you guys can cover this up in your own time, and does things very effectively, and is also very, very funny. He, like, the first episode of the series he did called Supercharged on YouTube, there was outtakes of him, and he was basically, you know, I I, uh, mostly rely on the 
magic of editing to filter out the wheat from the chaff in, in this show. And then there was a bunch of clips of him when he was just putting on different beanies while waiting for things to load. Uh, and then there's a couple of a couple of clips of him um, finger gunning all over the place. That's great. And so I aspire to be like that realistically. Um, yeah. I look. I don't know. This may segue into what we wanted to talk about next. Finally, to wrap this all up. But um, with with like people that that program and stuff programmers, I. For a while, I had a kind of stereotype or image in my head that these people were very, um, I don't even know the word. I, I don't want to whether use the word rigid, but, you know, the word, like, like very, um, uh, no fun, has a, uh, uh, I don't know how... You class them in with the business people. Yeah, boring. Like, well, business people are different. My stereotype for them is a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, like, very stick-up butt. But it's an abstraction of the yeah. business business person stereotype. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, like a, like a offshoot. But I think it's quite the opposite. I think a lot of them are kind of weird and kooky, and I kind of like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're a little bit crazy. Um uh, moving on to our, our final, our final thing, uh, Jackson, tell me about the future. Okay. Where is the future? Where are my hover cars? Where um, are they? Okay, so the main topic here is actually CES, which stands for um, uh, uh, Consumer Electronic Something. I can't remember mm. what it means. I, I probably have to look it up, but it's it's a show where all of the people in America, because of course it's held in America, um, go. All of the all of the big companies and some of the Japanese ones as well and and all over the place go and put all their ideas and their their um, their uh, in the I- idea blender things and they they broadcast oh. it to the world and say this is what's coming. Chance, mm-hmm. A couple of things. Chances are this is not what's actually coming, but this is what they want to happen and concepts still work and they just spent a bunch of money on concepts anyway. So, uh, uh, there's a couple of things. Samsung uh, produced a rival TV to LG's. Do you know um, LG's wallpaper TV? Uh, no. Okay, so but LG... I'm going to oh, pretend I do. LG created a TV that you can, like, grab with your hand and flop around like a piece of paper because it's, it's wallpaper. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I did actually hear about that, yeah. It's very, very, very thin, and that's cool, and it sits on the wall, and instead of having internals in the back, it has a little box that sits underneath it, which um, does all the processing and stuff. Uh, Samsung created a rival to this, which I believe it was Samsung, actually. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. It was a Dell TV company, and they created a TV which is not only thin enough to be like a, a floppy wall, the box that powers it also is a housing for it. The TV itself rolls into the box. That's cool. And um, I mean, allowing you to adjust the height of the TV to have like cinema aspect ratios or really short to see the weather. Okay, okay. I, I take I take my statement back. It's 
I said that's cool because I mean, yeah, it's it, it is cool. You kind of got to admit, but I I think this kind of stuff is a little bit trivial. And when I say trivial, like don't get me wrong, it's cool and it can be useful and stuff. But I feel like a lot of the time, Steve Steve Jobs said it best. I I don't know the exact quote, so please forgive me. Um, write on our Kickstarter wall um, what the actual quote is. But um, it was something like, people don't know what they want until it's in front of them. And yeah. I feel like there's, there's all these things being, being made and developed by these companies that we never asked for. Like, we didn't want a flexible TV, but until it becomes cool and in our face and they start acting like, oh, look at this cool, bendable and TV. Then we want it. Then we want it. Um... Which I don't know if it if that's if that's interesting to think about or really depressing to think about because I don't think I'll ever get my hover car and instead I'll just get useless bendable TVs because that's what Samsung wants me to buy. I guess they think that it's, it's possible. Um, True. Yeah, uh, there was some other things that will create people like you're right about that because. Uh, another thing that's often showcased is like gaming grade hardware and and uh, stuff. And people, there was this company that created a a keyboard that had the normal keyboard right, and then sixty four programmable keys on the top. Whoa! It's like sixty four macro keys, and like no one asked for that. Yeah. Um. Hmm. And uh, a a high speed. Um, drive that you usually put inside your computer with a USB stick on the end, like a USB port, which is, some people ask for that, but it's it's pointless because USB is very slow, at least in comparison to the internal stuff that the, this drive uses, so you're just slowing down the drive, and the idea is that you take it out of the case later and put it in your computer, but why? <laughs> anyway. It's it's a little bit <laughs> convoluted. It, 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 people, people make things that people never asked for. Like, Acer made a gaming PC that had wheels. <laughs> Do people really ask for that? No, people didn't ask for that. They, they, no one asks for it. No one wants it. It's just made anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, but people did make some cool things. Like, one hour, some, some company was showing off a phone that had AI features that people have been asking for for ages. Like, it can detect, it can, like, adjust the level of your camera. Take good photos because it knows what you're taking a photo of. Mm-hmm. And like Google's photos and iPhone photos know what you're taking a photo of, but only in post, only after it's taken the photos. This mm. thing knows what you're doing. Um, just kind of neat. Um, yeah, I guess. It's, it's just like small additions. Uh, I believe Renault showed off their concept car, which is something driverless cars. <gasps> People want that. That... Oh, does it hover? No. I'm not interested. <laughs> hover... Do you know hovercrafts have existed for ages? I mean... Yeah, but... It's until it's something... Yeah, it's not flying. And until it looks like the Jetsons... Do you remember the Jetsons, that cartoon? Yeah, Did you watch yeah, from yeah. Boomerang? We were discussing yeah. it. Yeah, we were discussing it the other day. We didn't, we didn't have Boomerang. We didn't have Boomerang. <laughs> 
that for, huh. for you international people, that's the equivalent of Disney Channel. I think is that is that as close as you can get to Disney Channel? In, in I think so. They 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 yeah. They add old cartoons of Disney Channel stuff. I think I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't really know. I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, I was in Singapore when we had Boomerang. I don't have Boomerang here because we have free TV because we're not paying for TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Jetsons it has to look like the Jetsons. Um, Jetsons. I look. Yeah, I, I I know yeah. that. <laughs> I know that hovercars aren't actually that, I guess, practical because the roads we have, I kind of like, they, they don't need it. It's not like we need to go over rough terrain. It's not going to be useful. It's going to be too expensive. And also, generally, I'm more of a fan of, of pushing better and nicer public transport rather than yeah. pushing the uh, automotive industry. But... Hover cars are still gosh darn cool. Um, <laughs> like how I censored myself there. Uh, I guess a, a lot of... Um, the funny thing is, a lot of this stuff, if you're into it, and if, you, if you've fully invested, I guess, into the community of whatever the product is, you, you know that this is stuff is big, and you're like, this stuff's amazing. But it's like... Th there was a video about headphones recently, and it's like, oh, how amazing... You can take the headphones out of the case without having to unravel them with a cord. That's, that's so it makes so much of a difference to me. Yeah, oh, I I think sometimes companies do one of two things. They either don't listen to user feedback and what what users want or consumers want, or they listen too in depthly to like what one guy said once. And yeah, I think, yeah. I think um, one of the people that did listen at the technology to CES was an Nvidia, who uh, make graphics cards usually. But they made a TV. Guess what? No. A person that usually makes things that go in your computer made a TV. Why not? Because we can. They they already have like an Amazon Fire TV stick. It's called a Nvidia Shield because they were like, why not make something so that all of your devices can sync up? However, they they've branched out into TVs, and they made a gaming TV concept, which was oh. basically the whole community had been yelling at the TV industry, gaming community, put these things that we have on monitors on a TV. Because t TVs are well known for, while having brilliant picture quality, having terrible input lag, and like so that you move the mouse and it takes ages for it to move on the screen. And... Uh, like terrible response time, so you click and it takes ages for it to click on screen. Yeah. And so, and some other things like they they can't support various gamery things, which is slightly less important. But <laughs> Nvidia was like, guess what? Bang, we've got the TV for you. We we've and done it. I think they were like one of the only people that listened. The concept car that was there that was by some other company won best of CES, but a lot mm. of people were skeptical. They're like. Cool, this concept car has like a heads-up display on the windscreen so that you can see what they, what you're doing. But one, will it actually get out into the, the industry? And two, will it? Well, who will be able to buy it? And how long yeah. before this technology is in every car? We're, we still yeah. have manual cars out there. I mean, there's a reason for that, but we still have manual cars. Yeah, yeah. 
when when will we be living in Elon Musk's future? I think we're pretty much done. Yeah. I was going to say that would be that silence would be a perfect silence to have cut the podcast off. Okay. Let, let's let's have a look. There's one last link that we've dropped here. And now, the band you've all been waiting for. What are you talking about, Jackson? The Balgeetles. I I don't know what you're hey, talking Kobe about. Buford. Uh thank you. Can, can people see your screen? What is this? Oh, what's up, Algie? Your band is waiting for you on stage. I can't do it. I what just is this? Don't know I know I'm going to get a bad grade. This is a screen cap Wait, from what are you talking channel? about grades? This is summer rock. It's not there a screen no chat cap. It's a it's no a link grades. to a video. Oh, so it is pass fail? No, we use a free floating curriculum to encourage kids to just rock out and have fun. Okay, that, that's ruining it. Okay. I do not believe <laughs> this. I wasted all this time in a class. How did that get there? Grades. I don't know, but um. I think we should never talk about it again. Okay. Well, that's a, uh, uh, a happy note to end the podcast on. Thank you for listening to the very first official episode of, of Mango Cast. I've been Jackson and he's been Aiden. I, I, I've been Aiden. Um, Whoop. Come back at some point in the next month when we make another please episode. fantastic no one's watching this though so if you're watching give us the future, money watch the next episode throw money at us yeah we'll set up a kickstarter maybe anyway thank you over and out <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>